Idaho Matters right now. Tiny Beautiful Things was already a runaway bestseller in 2012 before it was adapted into a play and it opened in New York in 2017. It is one of the most anticipated productions in recent memory for Boise Contemporary Theater. And the production's director, Donna Jean Fogel and Marissa Price, who play Sugar, the anonymous advice columnist at the center of the play, visit with our Morning Edition host, George Prentice, to preview BCT's soon-to-open show. The subtitle of Cheryl Strade's 2012 bestseller is Advice on Love and Life from Dear Sugar. Sugar, the once, once anonymous online columnist at The Rumpus, we learned was Cheryl Strade, author of the best-selling memoir, Wild, and therein lies tiny beautiful things. Indeed, a bestseller. We've heard that it is soon to be a, a series on Hulu, but smack dab in the middle is Tiny Beautiful Things, the stage production, and it's almost as if it was heaven sent for Boise Contemporary Theater. Donna Jean Fogel is the director of Tiny Beautiful Things, and none other than Sugar is none other than Marissa Price. Donna Jean Fogel, talk to me about this choice and how you connect to Tiny Beautiful Things. Well, uh, it's interesting. I read it quickly the first time, and so quickly I didn't let it in. Wow. When I came back to just really sit with it, it just came in on me completely, and it was very clear. I was tremendously moved by it in the offering that I found in it toward ways to accept things that are hard to accept and the acceptance in the voice of sugar of human foibles and human uh, grapplings that there's no judgment, but that she simply shares her own grapplings. So I was quite moved, took away some things even for myself just on that read. So. Uh, then I uh, called Ben and <laughs> uh, said, you know, if you don't have a director yet, um, please ring me. <laughs> Marissa Price, uh, let's let's talk about sugar. I've written a few things in another mm-hmm. life. I've been a ghost writer. I've awesome. been an anonymous writer. Have you thought about that and, and the freedom and uh, the truth that comes with anonymity that, that sugar held? Sure, sure. I think anonymity is a really interesting question that we're grappling with in the age of the internet in particular. Um, as a writer, I think the anonymity of sugar gives her tremendous, uh, it actually what I think it does is it frees the listeners and the writers to be unfettered by any expectations they have of who she might be. We all, regardless of our intentions, may have some prejudices we carry within ourselves and we might not invest as much validity in somebody, you know, based on who we think they may be, but not knowing who they are just allows you to accept whatever is forthcoming on its own terms. So I think that's a really one of the things that's important about the work that she did. And then when she finally revealed her name, um, there's this kind of accountability that happens. Wow. Yeah. Donna Jean Fogel, I, I, one of the great things about theater is discovery. So help me with that, or maybe tease our audience a little bit. How much do you want us to know before we we come into the theater? What can you tell us? Or what are you not inclined to tell us? Well, the first thing is always just bring your curiosity. See what you see uh, in front of you. And we are crafting an experience with the help, certainly, of Cheryl Strade's words. It's a it's an interesting piece in that it's not a it's not a kind of play that has a very clear 
uh, you know, plot and beginning, middle and end. However, there is a progression uh, that the character of Sugar goes through and that I, I believe and hope the audience goes through as well during the course of it. The, it's a journey of our human grapplings, really, and the very contemporary ones, I, I think, but also that humans have grappled with in different ways forever. <laughs> yeah, so I say bring your curiosity. I, 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 I don't know if this will come up, but you might want to have a tissue in your bag. Um, <laughs> there are times uh, when I've needed a tissue and, in dealing with this play, mm-hmm. and that I can't say that will always happen to everybody, but... Mm-hmm might be good to have <laughs> Donna, you just now you have my full attention so so my sense is just as as an audience member then i get to enter where i'm ready to relate right it's not exactly. you know, without the narrative arc i can plug in maybe at a very different place than the person sitting next to me Absolutely. And some people have asked me, you know, should I read the book before I come? And I don't necessarily think so, although I think it's a great book and I, I recommend reading it. But I think anybody can receive this play wherever they're at. Don't don't worry about that. There's no homework involved. <laughs> but there so is a lot ask, of hard work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask you both this question. Marissa, maybe you can start. Mm-hmm. Can you weigh in on, because I'm guessing this is somewhere in the theme here, this are uh, being listened to. We we talk mm-hmm. so much about being heard and the need yeah. to be heard. But yeah. can you talk about the art of being heard, of being listened to, and being responded to with uh, respect and accuracy? Oh, it is so absolutely crucial, and it's the you know the central function of sugar as a character in this story. But I have some interesting personal experience with this. In my many years in Seattle, I worked on the phones for lots of nonprofit organizations, and one of the things I realized is that people come with ever whatever complaint or ache or praise they have, and they just want to be heard. It might not be a solvable problem, but they just want to be acknowledged and held and seen so they feel like they can move beyond whatever you know was irritating them or whatever they were feeling at the time and the same is true in this context people are writing in with you know the deepest wounds of their spirit in some cases or really silly questions and just knowing that somebody is on the other end to hold it with them and to see them through and in some cases maybe to nudge them in a particular direction it is a central human function of community and it's really, really beautiful the way it manifests in this play. I have to agree. I, I think, I think, I think the way Marissa just, what Marissa just said is really eloquent. And uh, I know, as a human growing through my my journey, many times I have just craved people to hear each other, to just to hear in order and not react not necessarily, just to hear what was in order to be able to then respond. But I do think the art of hearing is part is is as she says is the art of being with we especially after all of the, the our time in COVID I think mm-hmm. we recognize even more the nourishment we get from someone being with absolutely and on top of that I think there's a really important function of healing that happens in being heard and that was the director of the new play Tiny Beautiful Things Donna Jean Fogel. And Marissa Price, who plays Sugar in the Boise Contemporary Theater production, speaking with our Morning Edition host, George Prentice. The play runs through March 25th. Thanks so much for listening to Idaho Matters. 
Boise State Public Radio and Idaho Matters are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Gemma Gaudet. We'll see you tomorrow. This is Chip Brantley, co-host of the NPR podcast, White Lies. Before we found the man in Vancouver, before we sued the State Department, before we snuck into the graveyard of a federal penitentiary, all we had were the photographs. Photographs of a group of Cuban men standing on the roof of a prison in rural Alabama. That's this season on the NPR podcast, White Lies.